0: Welcome back to the fourth episode of Fast Breaks and Heartaches. I think it's fourth episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. You know, this is a big week for us. Uh, we are now unveiling, you would have seen this if you clicked play on our on our, uh, on our episode, but we have a new logo. Uh, it's big news for us. This is, we kind of really only had a few goals for this podcast. I think we just wanted to make a logo and get a t-shirt and then wear this t-shirt around and tell girls that i i have a podcast that's
1: super kind of successful
0: a, yeah a super yeah. successful podcast the t-shirts
1: <laughs> the t-shirts are in progress i got a quote from big frog and then i emailed him back with some alteration suggestions about two weeks ago and they never emailed me back so <laughs> it's a they
0: were they gonna work with us for free they were like wow like big name podcast like we'll do this for free <laughs> no,
1: they actually just gave me a very reasonable quote. <laughs> okay. That's good too.
2: Yeah. Could yeah. be yeah, like shout a... out to uh oh go ahead, Monk. No, I, no, to... just...
1: I tried to I asked if we could make white beater wife beaters and <laughs> 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 uh
2: shout out to Derek for making the logo. We appreciate it, man. Oh, it yeah. looks great. Yeah, can't wait to get it on a shirt. Thank you very much, Derek.
1: And uh thank yeah. you for it looks good. It's... thank you for making Monks smaller. Yeah.
0: Thank you for <laughs> making the me the star of the show.
1: The logo monks look like a superhero. <laughs> we,
0: you know, we we could have stayed silent about the fact that I'm front and center and the star, but uh, I guess I'm the only That's one awesome. with long hair, so it's it's pretty obvious that yeah, I am the star of this uh, podcast. Uh, the <laughs> logo is literally perfect. <laughs> it's very nice. It's it's a little too good for us. I feel like
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Like, like we it's need like some almost
0: two figures. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, But speaking of things that kind of look too good to be true, we got to talk about the nets. Um, I don't know. I've, I've watched the last three games in the nets and uh, I don't think they have what it takes to win, but they are an incredibly interesting team. And these, honestly, every single one of their games has been awesome to watch or just super fun to watch just because of the dynamics of their team. And uh, especially when all three of them are playing, but um you know, their first heat game, um, you know, we had Kyrie just go off in the fourth and, you know, it, it seemed like it was, you know, there's there's been this like whole conversation about who's going to be the, who's going to be the guy in the fourth, who's going to be the guy in the fourth. And it looked like it was going to be Kyrie. And then the second heat game, it was Harden. So, um, you know, it seems like these guys might be able to kind of put it, put aside, like, you know, wanting to be the, the star player, uh, over the other two and contribute yeah. to a team, but they also, <laughs> I don't know if they have the ability to play defense uh, as a team that much.
1: Yeah, not, not in regular season games. I do not foresee very much defense coming from them, but I think that they're going to make it work for at least this season. Like for the rest of the season, I think they're going to be fine. The three of them playing together. I think that like Kyrie is kind of, he's had experience as like, Like the way that him and LeBron played in Cleveland, I feel like he's just going to have to like revert back to that style of like, kind of like, all right, LeBron dominates the ball. And then like, he kind of like picks and chooses his his like pockets to take over. I feel like that's kind of been like, what's been happening since James came. It's like James still dominates the ball a lot. KD is almost just like reverted right back to his like golden state mode where it's like extremely efficient, like. He doesn't need the ball all the time. He'll take spot-up threes. I mean, he's so good. He can score from anywhere on the court off one or two dribbles. Like, he doesn't need to be the guy, like, setting up or creating the offense all the time, which I feel like he, like, likes doing. Um, So I think Kyrie is just going to have to, like, figure out a way to pick and choose his spots to, like, get his points and get his shots. And I think he's, like, pretty capable of doing that based off his time in Cleveland. I don't know how happy he's going to be with that, like, for how long. But I, I think that that he's gonna. I think that they're gonna be okay for like the rest of the season. And then if they don't win, there's probably gonna be some drama, or there's the chance that one of them gets tired of their role.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna depend on how they lose. It's um, assuming they end up losing. Uh, but I couldn't agree more with your with like the Kevin Durant needs to just kind of take on the Warriors uh, version of himself because I think that's the perfect. Uh, the exact perfect fit that they need because he was, you know, above average defender uh, with the Warriors. Um, And and I think that's exactly what he's going to need for, or exactly what the Nets are going to need from him because they just don't really have anybody else that plays defense. Um, You know, I think we've all seen that James Harden does play more defense in the playoffs. So it's kind of a wait and see until that time. Uh, And I also know that they're interested um, I don't know how it's, if it's going to happen or not, but I know that they want like JaVale McGee, uh, and I know they're kind of like on the market for a better defensive center, um, to kind of have like a, a one, two punch with DeAndre Jordan, even though I don't even know how great of a defender DeAndre Jordan is anymore. Um, yeah, but I think he, that's he's definitely like pretty,
1: pretty washed in some of these games. Like Ken just yeah. does not move the same, not really protecting the rim. He's not really like a vertical lob threat anymore. Like he used to be.
2: They're not uh, putting
0: him in on the fourth. In the fourth, at all. He's just, like, yeah, he just he doesn't yeah, play he's their center.
2: Like for yeah. all intents and purposes, that's why it's too bad. It's too bad that they had to have probably gotten rid of Jared Allen. I know he had his extension coming up because realistically, Jared Allen was the perfect center for them on this team with Kyrie Irving and James Harden. It was exactly what they needed. Just a. Uh, a ball hawking center that just blocks a bunch of shots, gets a bunch of boards, uh, doesn't care about you know not scoring. Even though I don't think DeAndre Jordan's like that, I don't think he needs to be you know in the spotlight by any means, especially now. But, um, but yeah, I think I, I think they're going to end up being fine. I think it's definitely going to be a wait and see. They're going to win games um, and make you know be a high seed in the playoffs. Um, I think it's just all going to matter. You know, come down to the playoffs because that's when the game slows down a lot uh, game kind of goes more to half court offense and half court defense. Um, so to just be kind of interesting at that time when, when they can't be so run and gun and, you know, just kind of throwing up a bunch of shots. So I think that'll be, um, I think that'll be when it's their true test.
0: I've seen, um, I think Harden's even kind of spoken to it, but it is kind of weird. I don't know if you've been seeing, but he's, he's been running the second, the second lineup after the, uh, after the starting lineup and it like, you know, he, he, I think he's the best person to do it because he can like make the most out of (laughs) Reggie, Reggie Perry, Reggie Perry. And, uh, the guy with the hyphen last name, (laughs) like just these randoms on that team. So he's like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's good to do it, but he's not looking for a shot at all right now, even in the second lineup. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, He definitely is not looking to shoot at all. Uh, which i think is like kind of this like he i think he's trying to change his image um over the next like we, like the past week he's gotten he's yeah. 10 plus assists in every single game that he's played so far um which he kind of already was on that he, he already kind of did that with the hornets i mean not the hornets uh rockets uh but uh he's trying to make a good impression on his new teammates yeah yeah but uh but he showed in the last game against the heat that he could still take over on offense when he needs to but once he starts doing that on with the second lineup, like he shouldn't be, he's like passing up shots to Jeff green and passing up shot, like to Joe Harris. That's like a, a lot of times he's creating a very good shot for Joe Harris, which, which is awesome. But uh, he should be shooting the ball, like 50% of the time on the, if he's running the offense on that, uh, on that lineup. So hopefully like, he'll probably start changing that in the future, but I think he's trying to have like this whole tr- image transition or yeah. transformation right now. So he's, he's still sure.
1: getting He's still getting in shape. This <laughs> way, yeah, yeah we, yeah, really we can talk about to. that. That was insane. That yeah, was, no, we just like lost 20 the before and night. after picture was one of the most unbelievable things I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, that didn't get enough. Like, that was that got blown up on Twitter for like a day and a half, but I feel like we still like that needs to get talked about more.
2: That was, I, honestly wonder if he was purposely just trying to look fat i mean if he had like extra shirts underneath him or like something like that just to try to make it seem like the situation was so much worse um but i mean who knows maybe he did once he got traded he was just like all right games on you know let's let's get this going and just like went and straight ran on a treadmill he for said, four straight days boom
1: peter 90x 3 weeks <laughs> yeah, <laughs> peter, yeah
0: peter 90x and i'm there you know he did kind of lose all that weight randomly right after we released our episode so <laughs> very yeah. suspicious James. very suspicious uh he's, he's one of the sixty thousand. i saw some tweet where they were basically saying that uh he uh, you know he spends so much time with all these influencers these instagram influencers that he knows how to work an angle better than anyone else out there so he just made himself look fat as hell and with the uh with the rockets and he's just, he just warming somehow up with his slimmed out yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um, are you guys on the, uh, back to the Nets, are you guys on the trade Kyrie for depth train? That seems to be a thought that's being floated out there.
2: I think you definitely have to give it time uh, before yeah. any move like that. I mean, I think maybe the trade deadline, which is weird to say, but it's in March this year, um, which is, I guess, only <laughs> a month and a half away. Um, so it is, it is just kind of weird. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how the next couple months goes for them. Because I definitely think if Kyrie doesn't have any antics, you know, moving forward, that he'll definitely rebuild his trade value if they did want to trade him for, um, you know, trade him for some pieces or something like that. So yeah. um, I think it's a wait and see right now. I don't think there's a reason to make any, you know, uh, rash decisions. Uh, so,
0: yeah, no, I, 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 I agree. I feel like they have – the most fun team in the nba right now i really do not want them to trade um, no i would be so upset they're incredible to watch this is like the coolest experiment that we're going to have in the nba like ever uh, we just have three incredibly dynamic scorers together mm-hmm. without basically anyone else besides joe harris and we're going to see if they can actually win uh which is yeah. like really cool um and also if they you know if they trade Kyrie you know, they're kind of back where they started. I don't even, Can they get the same? I guess they can get the same depth if they're not looking for picks at all. But, um, you know, I thought that team they had with Kyrie and, you know, all those guys that they traded was a pretty good, was a pretty solid team that had a chance to win anyway. So, they, you know, mm-hmm. if they trade Kyrie, they're just kind yeah. of back to the same two superstars and then, a, you know, a, a pretty deep team that has a solid chance. Harden's, yeah, all, Harden's a better, is a better player than Kyrie, but I don't know. Had had Dinwiddie not gotten hurt and had they
2: not made the trade, I still think that they would have been um, maybe not the best team in the East, like clear cut, like they kind of are now, um, at least in my book. But I think they would have still been, you know, right there, just at the, at the top with with the team that they had. But you're right, I think I think they're going to be just so fun to watch moving forward.
1: Is Dinwiddie yeah. coming back? Does anyone know that?
2: Or no, is it no like I think it's a torn ACL. Sure. Yeah, no, he's out for the season. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, they are scoring a fuck ton of points. They're second in the uh, in the league in points per game. Yep, scoring 119 a game. Um, so who's yeah, I think else? there's moves they can make. I've, the Bucks are first, but I think Sorry. there's definitely moves they can make on the the periphery, uh, or peripheral.
3: <laughs> periphery,
1: eight. periphery, not a word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that they can make. Before they do something that drastic, like really, step one, just like you mentioned, find a defensive-minded center. Like my God, they are giving up so many points in the paint.
2: Yeah, I think that's got to be goal number one.
1: And then, and then see what you have. Like if you could get a guy like Javale McGee,
2: would be perfect.
1: Then, then, then see what you have. Maybe after
2: a few weeks. And it is kind of too bad that Dinwiddie did get injured because if he wasn't maybe he would have been the piece that they would look and say like hey maybe we trade you know Spencer Dinwiddie for two decent role players or for a you know a better center you know something like that so
0: could
1: you do like Dinwiddie for Zubek the guy on the Clippers or like a move like that oh
0: yeah Dinwiddie would have been in the original trade though he kind of I feel like they just didn't include him because you know his name was always included in the original trade um until he got hurt um they're luck-
2: lucky they didn't have to include him because next yeah. year they'll be insanely good
0: um but you're just saying you think the nets are the best team in the east uh, i think so
2: i mean i think it's what is it right now probably the 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 nets the sixers the bucks
0: and the uh and the celtics yeah because i was you know i've just been well the sixers beat up on a celtics team that we didn't have tatum so it's like you know you can say yeah can't take you can that say you, can, you can't take that but also I I just saw Joel Embiid like absolutely cr- like if they just gave him the ball 100 times he would score he would score it 80, 80 the times like we we just have zero chance to stop him uh with yeah. our with our team in place right now.
2: Mm-hmm. I um, think
0: jo- Joel
2: Joel Embiid is like going to help more. No. Tristan Thompson
0: yeah. no. I don't know. Well like I, I we didn't have Robert Williams for that first game. And I was like, Robert Williams is a bigger body. Maybe he has a chance. And then he played the second game. And he, he just, like, he got embarrassed by Embiid. Because kind of he, he just yeah. jumps to he ju- jumps to block him every single time. And Embiid just, like, that's too easy.
1: He's just too skilled. He's too big with too many moves.
0: Yeah. No, uh, it's, I don't know. Embiid looked like he's, you know, if the season ended right now, he'd be the MVP of the season. I think this, you know, and you saw the Sixers just got crushed by the Pistons yesterday without Embiid out there. Yeah,
1: um, yeah it would uh, have to be him or I guess he would probably get over Durant just because the Sixers are, are playing so well. But Durant is also his numbers are pretty crazy.
2: Yeah. I think Jokic would probably be number two in my book, either Embiid or
0: Jokic right now. He's
2: 2021, it's
0: it's the year the big man. The big man, yeah. The year the big man. Yeah. I really
2: think this season, though, like Joel Mom Embiid, has, Joel Embiid has taken a step forward. That I mean, I think he was always kind of a superstar in the past, but I think he's like just a killer now. You know what I mean? I mean, he just he's going off for like 38 every single night. I feel um, like he's
1: taken a step forward that we've been promised for like the last three years.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like like I think every he's, season you know, it's the
1: same narrative with Joel Embiid, and then he just like is kind of the same, and he he does seem different. I don't know. Maybe he's healthier than he has been. Like maybe this is just like a nice run of health for him, um, including the offseason where he's able to like come in in really good shape. But I agree.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm I sure think he's
2: also just been disappointed with their results in the last few years, and so maybe he's just like saying, like, all right, finally I have some shooters around us. You know, finally we kind of have a chance to maybe make uh you know make some things happen. So he's just taking taking that next step forward. But yeah, he's
0: been out of his mind. Yeah, and. Well, I also think Ben Simmons has kind of taken a step back on offense, but you can look at his field goal attempts for game has been down four or five attempts and it just seems like it's Embiid's team by far over uh, Ben Simmons. And I know there's, there was a, there's a, de- there a debate over the past few years, like, Oh, who would you rather build the Sixers team around? And it's like, there's no question who right, or who would you want to do this now? It's, it's obviously Embiid's team. And you know, you gave him Danny green, you gave him Seth Curry. Um, those two guys are like playing pretty well. Um, and you know, you got those wing shooters and you got shake shake. Milton's playing great. Um, Mm -hmm. so you got guys off the bench. That Sixers team is like, it's pretty deep. It's, it's built pretty well. Dwight Howard isn't like a backup center that I really want to play against. He's like, he's kind of that guy that goes in and he just like kind of causes problems for the 18 to 20 minutes that he's going to get. He's just pretty annoying out there. Um, so. It's
2: exactly what he did last year on the Lakers too. So I think he's kind of found his, found his little niche in that role because and I think that's why the Lakers will just because of how bad Montrez Harrell played in the playoffs last year and how he just can't defend. Um, I think that will be something that the Lakers will miss in the playoffs. I don't think it'll matter, but I do think they will miss Dwight Howard come playoff time.
1: Yeah, but but this this version of Joel Embiid is pretty fucking scary if you're in the East. Like suddenly. You're these teams near the top going, holy shit, how are we supposed to deal with Joel Embiid? Like, if he keeps playing like this in the
2: playoffs, like, we're in some trouble. And really none of them have – I mean, I guess you could probably put Giannis on Embiid, but really none of them have another guy that can guard Embiid. You know what I mean? The Celtics really don't – I mean, maybe Robert Williams, um, but not – I mean, I just – I can't imagine him being able to stop Joel Embiid for seven games. Uh, you know, the Nets, clearly that's, you know, their most, their biggest, uh, you know, their biggest need is a defensive center. Um, so I Definitely think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, yeah, only... he, I guess they're kind of in the, in the clear on that one because they'll have Bam. But, um, but even then, like he's significantly shorter. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're, I just don't think there's a team out there that can
0: guard him.
1: You got to start winning some games. They're six and ten right now.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I was saying. I didn't even think about they're that in, the the top, <laughs> in the playoffs. In the top of the East. I think Jimmy Butler's missed like six games. Yeah, Tyler heroes yeah. missed like five. Yeah, they, yeah they've been they, they've been hit hard by COVID. They're one of the big COVID teams right now. Um, but what about the, could the Pacers match up decent against the Sixers? So you got Sabonis and Turner. Yeah, two guys. Like I feel like yeah, they're they have the the best chance at it, as anyone though. No? You know? They definitely have the best no, chance. No.
1: No, Joel Embiid gives Miles Turner fucking buckets. Like Miles Turner has no shot. at, Like every time they've ever played, like Joel Embiid just takes him to the woodshed. I I feel like you guys really like Miles Turner. Like I am not a big Miles Turner fan. Like I don't kind of playing a career I,
0: year this year. He's playing. Yeah, well. but
1: like okay, yeah, but like historically, like I feel like he always gets talked about as this like trade piece that like is this guy that you can put on, like, a Joel Embiid, like, you can use him, like, to guard, like, Anthony Davis or Joel Embiid, and I just, like, don't think his individual defense is that good at all. Like, does he block a lot of shots as, like, a weak side blocker? Yes. That's ex-
2: yeah, but that's exactly
1: what I'm saying. Does he put himself out of position a lot? Like, yes. I yeah, mean, I'm just
0: like, like a – I'm like an NBA writer, all-NBA uh, voter.
2: Um, <laughs> those guys
0: that just look at the block statistics and vote Hassan Whiteside. <laughs> As the defensive player of the year, basically. <laughs> so, I see Miles Turner has been averaging four blocks a game this season. He's, right. he's yeah, playing yeah, the he... greatest defense in the league. Okay, but I'm but like, more, also, like the right side
1: has led the league in blocks the last like three seasons. Yeah,
0: he's getting no playing time. Over where he in Sacramento? I, I, I do yeah. think you're
2: hitting it right on the head though with Miles Turner. I think he's very good in his role, but I don't think he's good outside of his role. And his yeah. role is, I think, just being a weak side blocker or, you know, a weak side, like, uh, you know, a guy that gets blocks from the weak side and then just a shooter on offense that's, you know, he does have decent passing skills too. Um, but no, I don't think he's like a stud by any means. and I don't think he's like a, he would ever be a Joel Embiid stopper, but he and Sabonis are definitely better than any other option in the East, you know, okay,
0: outside yeah. of public. yeah, Yeah, but I he's, he's the guy they're... that comes off the bench too, doesn't he? Like I'm, t- I'm talking no, about Sabonis. They, does he start? They start them both. Yeah, they start them both. I haven't watched the game in a while.
2: Um, so, at least they did against the Suns this year.
1: They do. They start them both. And, and for like the last, like, because Sabonis was hurt for a while. And then, bef- and Miles Turner was there before Sabonis came and like before Sabonis was relevant. And he kind of had like a career year like three or four years ago. And it was like for a while, like, is Miles Turner going to make this jump where it's like he's like, you know, a franchise center, like a franchise guy? And he never kind of did. And then there was this weird like push and pull between like Miles Turner and Sabonis. Like who should we run this offense around? But now yeah. I, I think he's actually finally settled into like a really nice role for him um, where he's just kind of like spotting up and playing defense. So like yeah. for that he, he he's fine. But he's just not like individually like that great of a defender. Like Uh, he's not a guy that is like going to stop Embiid.
0: So basically I I think we've come to the conclusion that no one can stop Embiid, but uh, the game, honestly, now I'm just thinking about it. The, the, the matchup that I want to see, we got to look at the schedule at some point and we got to see if uh, Jokic, if if he ever plays Embiid is that like, I feel like neither of those guys can guard each other at all. um, When it comes to their strengths and everything. So it would be pretty, I think that would be a pretty fun game to watch. Uh,
1: just do,
0: yeah, to
2: see those two dueling. Matchup. Skinny Jokic. Yeah. I know um, uh Jokic was given Ayton um, a bunch of compliments because I know they, they played a back to back this last weekend and those two battled it out. It was actually really fun to watch. I know I think Nuggets ended up winning Nuggets won both games. Um but yeah, I think uh, Jokic is just so good. He's I need so I need slow. to check
1: back in on your Aiden
2: status. Are you are you
1: back? I am not Aiden. Back. Are you? I out am
2: on Aiden. Full force back on Aiden. Full I mean, force his, back like, on Aiden. If you check his stats, the last five games, he has. It's like he's completely flipped a switch. Um, he's had I know I think he had five blocks, twenty rebounds, and or he had five blocks, 16 rebounds, and 24 points against the Rockets the other day. Um, and he completely shut down that dude that everybody's talking about, uh, Christian Wood. He completely oh, no. made him look like juvenile. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he, he did honestly really well on Jokic. I mean, that's exactly what Jokic said. He's like, wow, he's like a very good player. He played me really hard, uh, played me really well. I think when Aiton was guarding Jokic, he was like not shooting a great percentage at all i i don't have the stats to back it up but um i'm pretty confident in that <laughs> um but yeah no I th- i'm i'm fully back on eight and i think the flip has kind of switched in his mind um or the switch has flipped in his mind um and so yeah i think uh i i'm i'm all on all on board we're not trading him
1: <laughs> has uh, has has shaq challenged him yet He's definitely a, not, dude. a Shaq challenge Let's,
2: candidate. <laughs> I feel like we got to talk about that because like the TNT show is just not as good as it used to be. I mean, and it's honestly just Shaq. Like Shaq is just not, he's not great. I just, I, I don't know. He's, it, that whole thing with Donovan
0: Mitchell was just so awkward. He's kind of always been like this though. I think it's just kind of more publicity now. Yeah. But he's just kind of the most petty human being out there. When, when when Charles called him Petty White, that was so funny. And he's so, so
2: insecure. He's just so insecure about like everything that he did, um, which is, is like for no reason. Like you don't need to be insecure at all.
0: This is like a like a seven foot mammoth of a man who is like arguably the most the greatest basketball player of all time uh, at a certain point of his game. Yeah, and he's yeah. like incredibly insecure about. <laughs> his life and he's like also he's been incredibly successful after the nba Mm -hmm. too he's like turned a hundred million dollars into like five hundred million dollars like everything he's done he's like done pretty well and he's it's always like that's that's it no i'm just challenging these guys i'm just challenging these guys just 500 million (laughs)
2: loser
0: (laughs) i'm gonna look up
1: shack net worth but it, I don't know. i just yeah, no, was- I've I've never thought that Shaq's like 400 basketball million. analysis. What? Four hundred million? Jesus, yeah. Shaq, step your game up. I've never really thought that Shaq's basketball analysis was really that good. Also, his voice is so deep that it's almost distracting. Like, I feel like Charles <laughs> has a pretty funny, like, good voice, and uh, <laughs> same with like the rest of the crew. But Shaq, when he talks, he's like. Yeah, so uh, we're gonna. It's like like almost like, I don't know.
2: I'm just challenging you.
1: Yeah, but it's funny because of Shaq. So it's like, yeah. Everything else he does is hilarious.
0: But uh, also, his weird thing with Rudy Gobert is just like Rudy Gobert (laughs) has never done anything to him ever. And he's just, he's like, he seems like he's personally offended that Rudy Gobert got a max contract.
2: Uh, I think it's, Honestly, all those old the old talking heads are just so pissed off about the amount of money that the guys are making nowadays, and yeah. and I do think it is pretty ridiculous. I mean, Rudy Gobert, I think his contract was 140 million, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it was, it
0: was 220.
2: 200 oh, it was 200.
0: He got him. He got like the full max contract. Oh, he... I didn't
2: realize he got the super max. Yeah. Um, I thought that he just got in the regular max, which is around like the 140 mark. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the fact that he got like the super max, it's like he's definitely not worth that.
0: Uh, it's um, honest. It's it's Utah. It's like he literally true. gave he the rest of the get... world COVID. So. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, he was
0: he was uh, yeah. patient X or whatever X. Five year, two hundred five. Like he, he he I think he's like uh, the third biggest contract in the NBA or something right now. Yeah,
2: like that is ridiculous.
0: So no, like, it's I ridiculous. Understand. But there's Utah was in no position, and the way that the right. what else are contracts are set up right now, it's just like they couldn't do anything else. Um, because yeah. what and NBA player wants to go there. to, uh, go, go to yeah. Salt Lake city.
2: Yeah. No one will sign there.
0: So, but, um, all right. That, that we I have one more NBA team I wanted to bring up real quick before we move on. Um, the Pelicans, they have lost seven out of their last eight. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a team that was kind of, you know, it was talked about that they'd probably be an eight, seven, you know, nine seed in the, in the West. And they, uh, I've watched a few games They're They just kind of fall apart at times in the game. You know, they stay in it and then they just within like a three minute stretch, they'll be down like 15, 20.
2: Um, They're just so weirdly constructed. Um, And I just they're kind of one of those teams. I know maybe it was like five years ago when there was just the tanking fad where everybody was either, you know, either tank or compete for a championship. And it's almost kind of like they need to decide which way they're going to go. Like, are you going to build around Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson or are you going to like tank so many draft picks? Um, and if you're going to tank, then it's like get rid of Eric Bledsoe, get rid of JJ Redick, get rid of Steven Adams, try to get as many assets for those guys. Because I do think that their young, their young guys are so good, but they're not really doing them any justice. Um You know, you don't. I don't really feel like Zion's getting a lot of publicity. You don't hear anything about Brandon Ingram this year. Lonzo Ball has been a massive disappointment. I think Cameron Payne is outplaying Lonzo Ball. I did the uh, check the efficiency stats and everything. I mean, Cameron Payne, it looks like an all-star compared to Lonzo Ball. Go, sons, go. (laughs) It was honestly because I was like thinking to myself like, wow, Cameron Payne's stats are pretty good. And then I saw Lonzo's and I was like, wow, Lonzo's playing double the amount of minutes and the stats are pretty much the exact same. I think Lonzo
0: has, like, the worst true shooting percentage in, in the NBA by far.
2: Yeah, he's just – yeah, it's just so confusing. I don't know. It's just – I would have thought that David Griffin, especially considering he's he's running that team, that he would have um, really kind of decided to go one way or the other, you know?
1: Yeah. It's just, it's just a weird team. They also have, like – so, obviously, Brandon Ingram and Zion are their two best players, but they're also, like, kind of weird players to build around. Like, who do you want? around like what kind of center do you want to pair Zion with? Do you want to pair like a Steven Adams type who's just like a big bruiser? Or do you want to pair like uh, like a more like stretch five kind of guy but then how are you going to protect the paint because Zion hasn't really played any defense up until this point in his career? Or like do you want to play Zion at center but like you can't really play Zion at center because he doesn't play any defense? And then like Brandon Ingram, is is he a guy that you want to run your offense through for the entire game? Or do you want more of like a, a playmaking point guard and, and have him be like the second option? It's I think that they're just in the early phases of, of figuring that out. And it's not super surprising to me that, that this, I mean, I, I expected them to be closer around 500. I think I like I had them as like the, maybe they're sneaking into the, the play in or um Right around there, but I think they're they're just in like a really weird early phase, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the answer is, but like I, I think it's like I I wouldn't be opposed to trading Lonzo and JJ if they could find a, a deal that works. I I think uh, there may be teams out there who really liked Lonzo Lonzo ahead of the 2017 draft who might be able to pawn him off for. Um,
0: you know get get good value for him it is weird Lonzo was having I, I'm pretty sure he's like he was having a really really good trajectory last year like he yeah. was improving a lot mm-hmm. you know he's like he has a pretty solid or he had a pr- pretty solid three-point percentage for even that type of shot um and he can you know create plays on offense and everything but he I don't know he, he definitely he was. has been he was he was, un- a career,
1: he was having a really good year before the bubble and then the bubble hit and honestly All of every single Pelican was just horrible in the bubble.
2: Yeah, I guess that's like my why I think they're so interesting because before the bubble, everybody was like, oh, that'll definitely be the team that jumps the Grizzlies, gets in as the eighth seed. You know, they were playing great. And then in the offseason, then they go add Steven Adams, they add Eric Bledsoe. uh, You know, they obviously re signed Brandon Ingram. And so every I don't know, I just I was expecting them to be easily in the playoffs. I thought that they would definitely be like at least the eighth
0: seed. Um, I like the Steven Adams move.
2: I thought it was was
0: a good move for like Zion just so like he wouldn't have to worry as much on defense and like the rebound and all that type of stuff. And he's like been really good on offense, but you know, they have, I I don't, I don't understand this team. I don't know why they're not better. I feel like they have, they have scores. They have, I guess they just suck on defense. That's kind of one of their big things. And uh, yeah, I hate um, to say,
1: if you do that draft over again, are you taking jaw?
0: Over Zion? No.
2: Yeah. Joe's no. really fucking good. He is really good. I don't. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I I still think Zion eventually will figure it out, and I think he's eventually going to get just going to be unstoppable. Um, but going back to your your comment where you said, who would be the perfect center to put next to Zion? Zion. I think it might be Miles Turner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I mean, you get the get the shooting to clear out the paint for Zion, and then you get the you know the defense of the blocks uh, that kind of can make up for his issues by getting the weak side blocks. But, but yeah, no, they're uh, yeah. I guess that's a, that's actually a pretty pretty good question. Do you go back and take Ja Morant and go forward with him or stick with Zion?
0: I love Ja. I will say yeah. I was on, I was on, I was aboard his hype train pretty early. Like when he was at Murray State. Um, I think I listened to a podcast where they were hyping him up a bit. So I watched a game and he was like really good. So that's kind of why. So it's not yeah. like I discovered him, but. Um, he's, he's I, just I thought so he was going to be
1: a bust because he was a great Murray State point guard. I thought he, because I mean, that was I when. I think we,
0: we've, we've been in a conversation about this before. Yeah.
1: Because that was when campaign wasn't in the league and yeah. like was basically a bust. And yep. didn't Isaiah Cannon go there too? Yep, he did. He was like, he put up awesome stats at Murray State. I was like, oh, this is just another Murray State point guard. Like, how are, how is everybody forgetting this so soon?
0: And, he is uh, scary, though, just because he's, he's so freakishly NBA, athletic but... that he just I'm, – I'm worried he's going to come down wrong. Yeah, on he has a lot things. of
2: – I don't want to put it out there, but he has a lot of very funky landings sometimes, and it scares me.
0: Yeah. Well, do they – I know it's different, but – I wasn't that like the big thing with Greg Oden? Didn't he like land on one foot instead of two? Um, yep. And that it was. That's kind of one of the big things that led to his foot injury or whatever that kind of ended his career.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, that's definitely a big thing.
0: All right. I think that that covered the uh, storylines um, in the NBA for the past yep. few weeks. But yeah, to wrap it up, I think I'm taking Jaw. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, though, I, as I, I,
0: I, I think he's, I think he's a safer bet
1: I know what my team looks like with jaws like like I know what my elite team looks like with
2: jaws the point guard. I don't I don't know what it looks like with Zion yeah that is actually a good point I definitely think Zion's or uh ja Morant's floor is much higher but I also think Zion's ceiling is much higher if he does figure it out if that makes sense uh, yeah no that does. we want to do the uh the my dudes and all that. It's the next topic kind of.
0: Yeah, all right, we got uh Dylon, we are going to do a new uh, segment. We have a few new segments we're trying to introduce. Uh Dylon's going to be coming in with his Dylon's dudes. Uh, where he just talks about the dude of the week or yeah, Dylon's dude, dude of the week. Dude of the week. Yep. Um
2: yeah. So I think, uh, you know, I kind of thought there's different ways that you could go with this. Like, do you go the funny route? Do you go the, uh, you know, the humanitarian route? Shout out to Dave Portnoy for that one with the Barstool Fund. Or, you know, do you go to the Tom Brady, obviously him doing everything in that, uh, in the championship city of Tampa Bay. Go Bucks, Um, baby. (laughs) Yeah, go Bucks. That's who I'm cheering for. Um, But I think I'm going to, I think today, um, and, and we are recording this on Tuesday, uh, the 26, which is the one year anniversary of Kobe Bryant, uh, of his death. So I think, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be my, my dude of the week. Um, I know speaking from a, from a son's standpoint, son's fan standpoint, uh, you know, I think he was probably other than Steve Nash. Like, I don't know if there was a more fun player for me to watch growing up. Um, although I didn't like him as a player um you couldn't help but respect him um and I think that he was just like so feared uh you know every time he played the every time he played you just never knew I mean if he hit one shot you were just like oh shoot like this dude he might go off of 40 he might go off 50 and we're not going to stand a chance um he had the following his following was just amazing um going to Suns game my entire life uh you just see you know everybody there there was always more Laker fans more you know more Kobe jerseys than than anything else. Um, so I think it's just pretty amazing, kind of the impact that he was able to have. And I think outside of the basketball court, um, his impact outside, just in the community and charity and sick kids and all that kind of stuff. I think, and, it, and it's, a, it's a known thing that he didn't want all that publicized. Um, and I think that kind of speaks to his character even more the fact that he didn't want the notoriety of like all the charitable work that he did and everything. Cause he just kind of, he knew that that was what he was supposed to do. Um, there was a story in Phoenix that came out after he died about, uh, there was a, a fan of his that was in Phoenix children's hospital that was, you know, basically dying of cancer. And Kobe was here for the playoffs and he scared, immediately left their shoot around to go to the Phoenix Children's Hospital, hung out with this kid all day before the game and, you know, falling in love with this kid and looked at his parents and the hospital and the people that I think, you know, there's always like the charitable people that kind of, you know, that reach out to him and that's how he kind of found out about this kid. But he looked at them and said, you know, moving forward, all costs and anything that even hasn't been paid yet, I am paying for everything. Uh, for this young man. And I think that that, you know, kid that was a Phoenix Suns fan in Phoenix, you know, and and he was willing to kind of do that charitable work and, and, and be that kid's kind of hero. And I think that uh, that story definitely stuck out to me. And I know, I think all of us probably have Kobe stories or Kobe memories that uh, that you guys can go through. But um, yeah, I just think, you know, a year ago, I think that definitely shook everybody. And it was just so scary. So you know, so abrupt that is. You know, I I couldn't believe it. I mean, I remember even all the reports. I was just like, no way! Like this is. You know, this is just all fake. But,
0: um, yeah, I just you know. Okay. So, Do you guys yeah, remember where
1: it. you were when you when you heard it when you when you
0: first heard? Yeah, I think that's one of those things where you definitely remember where you were. Uh, I actually yep. I remember very vividly. I was I was in Jo Johannesburg and I was kind of at a party. Um, and I I remember getting a text from JJ, um, about it, and I was like that was just incredibly, uh, sad. I left the party, um, and then just kind of went home and, you know, scrolled Twitter for hours, I guess, but at that point, but, um, you know, you see it in today's game and you'll, you'll, I think it's kind of show, it's kind of very telling when you hear all of today's players, the like the, the person that they say is like the, the influential person, um, more than Jordan, more than LeBron than for all these young guys, more, it's always Kobe. Um, you have t- guys like Tatum when you watch Tatum play, like, I I feel like I'm watching Like you can kind of tell that he was schooled a little bit by Kobe <laughs> when he mm-hmm. goes out there, some of those shots, he, uh, he's not afraid to pull up when he's double covered at all. Uh, no, he's not, <laughs> not at all, but he, you know, he, he has a, he'll sink it a lot of times and he kind of has that, uh, he has, uh, that ability, um, which, you know, I love, uh, which was kind of, I would have been frustrated as hell watching the Kobe as if I was a Lakers fan back in the day with some of the shots that he would take, but you know, he obviously uh, he had the right to take them because he'd make so many of them, even despite the, what he was facing.
2: Yeah. I remember sitting, I was sitting in my apartment and I think I'd gotten a text saying like, did you hear about Kobe? And I remember immediately kind of jumping on Twitter, I, I, you know, obviously I figured it was, you know, maybe he was coming back and playing again or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Um, but then you just kind of go online and you saw the reports and I was just like, no way, you know, I mean, I just, yeah, I, it was just, it was insane, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. And even to this day, I can't believe it. And, um, you know, not only just him, but his daughter and kind of everybody else that was on that helicopter that day. It's, you know, pretty, pretty scary, pretty crazy.
1: Have you guys seen deer basketball? Yeah, nah, I cried mm-hmm. a little, quite a bit. You got it. Not yeah, if, that, if yeah. you're listening and you haven't watched Deer Basketball, his uh, his award-winning uh, short yeah. story, animated short story, mm-hmm. you should. I thousand percent encourage you to, to to look it up and and watch it. It's it's pretty awesome. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. R.I.P. Kobe. Uh, but. I just got real deep, real fast. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, didn't no, mean to get deep on you guys, but
0: very <laughs> we're, we're we're well
1: deserving of Dialon's due to the week.
0: Due to yeah, the week, yeah. uh, but we're gonna hit you with a quick advertisement, and then uh, we'll be back with some. Uh, we'll, we'll 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 break down uh, episode three and four of The Bachelor. Has anyone ever made fun of your small hands, your inability to throw a football sixty yards? well i've been made fun of for those things for sure well look no further our sponsor tg's t pills will give you the drive you once had back in college these supplements will give you will help you last longer on the basketball court you'll be going all night for those nighttime pickup games use code fastbreaks at checkout for 25% off tg's t pills
1: Before we get into the uh the bachelor, I gotta shout out my buddy Derek, uh who came up with Dylan's Dude of the week. So great idea, Derek. <laughs> Thank you. Shout
2: out shout out to all the Dereks. Derek
1: shout out to all, with the logo yeah, Dylan's dudes. Maybe
0: Derek just just plural Derek should have been dude of the week. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> yeah, have multi exactly. we have multiple Dereks that are you know, we have a great listener, I know, and Derek, uh JJ's friend. And I hope Dylan's Derek is listening as well, but Yep, he you definitely know, does. Yeah, you know, so we have multiple Dereks that are helping up this this podcast. That's okay. a kind of a notice to you, all you other guys that have other names. Um, got to contribute a little bit more. It's time for the so, non Dereks yeah. to step up. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Matt or
2: <laughs> Tyler, uh, Albert. <laughs> Um, but I'll go ahead. So let's, uh, I guess let's recap, uh, episode three and four of the bachelor guys.
1: Um, does anybody want to give just an off the cuff recap of, uh, what happened?
2: I, I can go ahead. Um, so I, I guess in, in, basically in episode three it was basically the Sarah show. Um,
0: that's that I think sick. it was,
2: yeah, she kind of was just kind of having insecurities throughout the entire time. Um, you know, kept on kind of needing, <laughs> needing that reassurance from Matt, even though I feel like, it was pretty obvious that he was into her. Um, I think it went a little bit too far when she kind of confronted the girls at the end, and they were just outwardly bullying her and uh, being rude for taking 15 minutes of talking, which was pretty remarkable. That they just the personal attacks—I just, I literally couldn't believe that. Um, I think that was, and then I, I know that he took another girl. I think her name, dang, I don't remember who the Serena girl that he P. took. On, yeah, Serena, Serena P. P. Who's super
0: cute. Yeah. She's, I think yeah. she's just kind of too young. I feel yeah, like no, she, she's I'm pretty saying. awesome, but like she, she just strikes me as young. They so had, I, she's I like feel 22. like they had
1: really weird chemistry. There's yeah. she is, there's a 0% chance that she wins, basically.
2: I, w- I would I agree with you. Away with, with that date. It's weird too on the season. They either have like, you're either like 21, 22, 23, or like 27, 28, 29. Like there's no, I don't, I mean, maybe I don't pay attention to the ages as much, but. It feels like there's like so many young girls, and then there's just like a few kind of older girls sprinkled in there. But I don't know, it just kind of they just kind of all seem a little immature to me. No, they well,
1: were they were being so mean to uh, what was her name? Sarah. 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 <laughs> I mean, it was also what I was thinking while I watched that was like, how many of those girls like Instagram page is just like a health and wellness account <laughs> <laughs> On show yeah. and just start bullying. <laughs> this poor girl who, like, is clearly yeah. just, like...
2: I feel like every I bachelor, bachelor... She seemed pretty adult, genuine bachelor to girl, like, I
1: don't think she was just, like, trying to, like, hog... I mean, like, just trying to, like, hog Matt. Like, I feel like she just... She seemed just, like, emotionally and mentally and just, like, a really weird
2: place. Well, and I think, like, she, she did say her dad had ALS. And, you know, I'm sure the entire time you're sitting there, you kind of know that the clock's always ticking on your dad. Yeah, good for and, her for leaving, honestly. That's Yeah, like- exactly. I mean, I I wouldn't have even gone in the first place if I were her, but I think she's probably sitting there going like is this actually worth it? Like if should I even be here or if this guy isn't into me then like I'd rather just go. Um so maybe that's kind of where she was looking at, you know, trying to get her her reassurance from um but yeah, it was yeah, I just just the blatant bullying and it's like they had no idea why she was you know like so upset and obviously i give her credit for not like saying like yeah by the way my dad's dying so it's a little you know there's a there's a reason why i'm you know kind of upset here but um also
1: also shout out uh queen victoria for being from my hometown
3: <laughs>
1: growing <laughs> yeah. up you know, here five within of a five mile radius of me
2: that's crazy <laughs>
1: he is older <laughs> but
2: that i was
1: pretty shocked to hear that
0: you know i Just always loved shot. tampa bay I'm a big Tampa Bay fan. That just made me more of a Tampa Bay fan.
1: She's not is, even Tampa Bay. She's straight <laughs> Lithia. Which I'm whatever sure. Lithia is.
0: I just I need to move down there. There's just quality quality people down there. Quality girls. Quality. Every time I go to Tampa Bay, I have a great time. Quality um, people all throughout Florida. All throughout. Um, yeah, people sleep. People people sleep on I Florida. Don't know. I think you know Sarah. Like I think she deserved some of the hate, but then obviously it was taken too far, and then that's when it. it You know the person who really shined, who's maybe the most reasonable person ever. Now is Katie, who I you know I was very low on Katie at the beginning. She kind of came through, and she was like, "Hey, like shocking." I I don't know. I feel like
1: it was so obvious, like episode one, that Katie was like a very like normal, rational person.
0: No, I I just she was awesome. I was just saying, I think it was just stupid that she was like, "I'm the dildo girl." Like besides that, every every, like you know she's she's been very cool since then um yeah. but also um, like, it, even mean, then that I, was, think, I
1: think that was just like a producer thing it was like that's true you, know, you bring the build night one and like what you don't get to go to your room right away i'm sure like you probably just have to sit around <laughs> like
0: <laughs> uh, i don't know but uh i don't know she was just like incredibly reasonable throughout episode three and episode four She seems to be like one of the only voices of reason out there i think that might be the fact she you know she's like 29 she's like actually kind of lived uh, she has some lived experiences compared to some of the the younger girls out there maybe that's why she doesn't engage in a lot of the drama as much but
2: uh yeah yeah no in episode four she definitely um she would be you know how i feel like in every bachelor season there's always like the person that you're kind of eyeing to be the next bachelorette or the next bachelor and i think she's kind of would be a perfect uh
1: oh wow that's a great call i didn't think about
0: that yeah
2: yeah if she doesn't you know obviously i don't think she she wins with uh
0: yeah, I don't, I, so. I, I don't think she wins at all, but I think hundred percent. I, I was actually on very similar thought. I thought she she might be the next pick um, yeah. because she, she seems, seems pretty like cool. cool. Um, but I think I don't know. I think our our podcast should, um, we should nominate or like have our uh have our girl that we root for, and there's only one girl that is that option, um, and that's really? Michelle. Michelle killed her her date, and she's a former D1 basketball player. Um, uh, perfect. I, can, I pulled up her stats. Pretty damn good D1 basketball player. Has a 1,000-point career. Was she one Where'd of the new, new people?
2: Oh yeah. yeah, she was one of the new people. Do you want me to give an uh, episode four recap real quick? Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah really go quick. Right. Really episode well. four. <laughs> episode four. I think it starts <laughs> at the rose ceremony, and then they end up bringing in five new chicks. Um which yeah, is which is just kind of nuts. My jaw was dropped. Yeah, yeah. Time. And that's uh just yeah, one girl just like walks in and starts making out with them. That was pretty funny. Um kind of love yeah, that movie. I mean, that's a great move great move to uh to, to kind of no, like make That was mark. not a
1: good movie. That was <laughs> so fucking awkward to watch. I remember looking up at that part. <laughs> <laughs> my skin was crawling, like they hadn't even said hi yet.
2: um so anyways yeah the new girls come in uh and then basically i mean uh, for the rest of the episode it's just more bullying and more you know like the original girls are all just giving the other yeah the ogs OGs. or whatever they call themselves uh they're just kind of bullying the other five uh and then, and then you're right. So then they go on a group date. Uh, I don't think much really happened on the group date. Um, that that's, like that's the one where they did the obstacle where they did the obstacle course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah there was the obstacle course. And I think there was there, two group there? dates. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was a group date where they just boxed each other and they just beat each other up.
0: <laughs> that was absolutely um, crazy. Like those girls yeah. were actually like, like you could get hurt during those fights.
1: Yeah, that
2: Serena P, the girl. I think the girl that went on the one-on-one date in episode three. She got nailed in the. I was going to say,
1: there's no way she'd be a good fighter.
0: Well, she was matched like Lauren was kind of definitely putting a beat on her. Katie was, I think, the best fighter out there, though. Oh yeah, Um, she had good form too. Had a good hook. Yeah, she was just kind of beat. I don't know who she was matched up against, but she was like just like mauling her the entire time, and they just never stopped the fight or anything. Um, Yeah, no, I thought that was a pretty crazy group date um it was very very entertaining for sure but uh yeah no this this episode was just uh there's just kind of a group of bullies right now um and the person that's come away looking just the worst is uh you know victoria already looked bad but anna anna sucks um is anna blonde yeah oh yeah yeah she sucks
1: uh... so so one she's just like i hate the people who just like constantly complain about not getting any time with Matt but then like never really do anything about it like yeah just go interrupt <laughs> somebody like everybody does it all the time like yeah, don't just literally. sit here and complain about I even got any time with them
2: go yeah. talk. And I him. feel like that's it's also the worst when like this Anna girl I don't even know if I've seen her talk to Matt but it's like she's she the has. one that's starting yeah I don't think she has either uh, she's the one that's starting all the drama I mean now she's like calling that one girl an escort which I mean I just could never fathom calling somebody that on national television. If you don't know that it's, you know, 100% true, it very well, might be true. I mean, obviously we don't know. I highly doubt it, but oh, all um, publicity is good publicity. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> also, yeah. you know, I'm a big, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a big girl support girls type guy, you know, just that type of hate. It's really stupid. You know, who cares if she's an escort uh, two, <laughs> yeah. What? you yeah, uh, yeah. whatever, yeah you know you know it's 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 a profession you know got to get that some people some some people do also she was just like oh she hangs out with rich guys in chicago it's like oh wow like a very beautiful girl hangs out with rich guys like (laughs) is that (laughs) is that a crazy thing that has has (laughs) happened like has to be an escort it's like uh no i think that's just a pretty common thing that happens that beautiful girls hang out with rich guys um and she's just throwing these incredibly uh uh just you know huge accusations towards britney britney was her name
2: yeah Um, britney that's right
0: that's right and you know i i do like the addition of britney i think there that does add some drama in there she kind of seems like she's going to be someone that will battle a bit back against victoria who Mm -hmm. is just victoria is just a cartoon character at this at this point she's she's just the worst (laughs) i'm shocked that they've kept her
1: kept her around for so long
2: it's yeah. just because matt james is so boring. <laughs> like there's yeah. just like so no he, is, fun he, is, coming is, is from he a, him. he's a bad bachelor. i don't yeah. think he's necessarily a bad bachelor, but i just like i mean yeah, i guess yeah, he's probably a bad bachelor. he's just pretty boring. like i mean I feel it's just like kind he of the says same the same exact
0: thing to every yeah. girl.
1: Yeah. yeah. is it is it a red flag that uh chris harrison had to plan the the one-on-one date in the first episode? i mean i'm sure uh, yeah. that like they're not I'm sure that these guys never play on the dates, but I feel like normally <laughs> like they at least like pretend that they do. But they were just like, not nah, Matt.
0: Chris Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only like no, I, one, one positive about Matt James, and that's he works out like me, just heads to his backyard, cuts down a tree, throws it on his back, and starts doing some squats outside. Very normal thing, just regular guys going to their backyard. That's how they work out. So I'm glad you know he's kind of a down to earth guy, just like me. Um, <laughs> oh, no, uh, really Kim, funny. What are, I'm
1: looking at the new people, Kim.
0: She she got she, she got she kicked got kicked out. She got out. She did, right. Uh, I think she Puerto talked out, about it. I was literally gonna say that. Seconds. I was
1: literally gonna say that she has no chance.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> um, yeah, um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, Miss Puerto Rico got added. Catalina? yeah
2: yeah they brought in like miss Puerto Rico um i don't Jeez. even remember who the other two were oh i guess then the other one's michelle who is our is our uh, team representative
0: i think she's she's the these she's the contestant of our pod she's and she was an excellent basketball player she had by far the most chemistry i've seen with matt than anyone else matt like actually seemed like a normal person during that date like That's they actually go ahead
2: right. yeah
0: no they just seemed like oh. they were having a great time. Uh, I was jealous. I wanted to be on that date. Like I I was like, (laughs) I want that. You would side with one of
2: the new girls. I'm still on team OG. No, I'm all for Michelle. Actually, Emily and I said that exact same thing that they're one-on-one date. Was like the only date that actually looked like Matt was enjoying himself and having a good time. So right, that's I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I was just agreeing because JJ exactly. would be all on well.
0: the couch. JJ would be on the couch with MJ and Anna complaining about not talking to Matt, even though he's never <laughs> been off the not. couch. <laughs> if I was on
1: the fucking master, I would walk right up to Matt, tell him exactly everything that there is to know about myself, and then we'd live happily ever after. Episode one. <laughs> uh,
0: I will say uh, there are a few notes. Um, I wanted to say Serena P you know, I didn't, she didn't have that great of a date. She seems like a really nice girl, a great girl, but, um, I do like her phrase fallen in like, um, she said she was fallen in like with Matt. I yep. like that. Cause normally a lot of, a lot of girls are basically like, I think I'm in love with you, which is just You have to say that though. You have to say that. It's preposterous, but fallen in like kind of like that phrase. Uh, never, I might start using it in the future. Um, just when I honestly see a girl on the street, I might be falling in like with her <laughs> at that point. Uh, but, uh, you, know, you can't
1: say that, like you have to, you just have to immediately just pour it out and be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> I love him so much. Like he's so funny and not boring. And I love
0: praying <laughs> with him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I don't know. But if, if I could buy some stock in any uh, bachelor contestants right now, it would be Katie and Michelle. I think, I think Katie's going to make it all the way. I don't think she's going to win. I think Michelle is the, you know, I, I think she's the best contestant right now for sure.
2: Yeah. And they left it on a little bit of a cliffhanger too, with uh with with Katie telling telling Matt about all like the the drama that's kind of going on and the girls girls making up rumors, things like that. So uh I also hate
1: when they when they go to the contestant and complain about the behind the scenes drama with like the other girls or the other guys, because I feel like that happened in the bachelorette
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, and it never really it's works like, out for the person that goes
0: and like tattles. <laughs> yeah. Well, they should have done this to defend uh, Marianne or whoever, uh, whatever the girl that uh, oh, yeah. one,
1: she was the <laughs> <casualty>. Victoria Cassidy. <laughs> Victoria just <laughs> steamrolled her.
0: <laughs> no one, Uh-oh. no, yeah. no. <laughs> no one went to Matt and it was like, hey, like. Victoria's <laughs> full of shit. Like all the girls actually liked her. Like they were like, Oh yeah, Marianne, she's a great, she's a really nice girl. Like we like her a lot. Yeah, uh, they like, said I that, just, but they, no, one like, said, no one said, no one said that to Matt. That.
2: It was literally like Victoria just picked like, yep, I'm going to take you out this week. And just <laughs> she just got out. <laughs> just well, I was, so I was funny. real
0: worried when she kind of had her targets on Katie, but I think Katie, I think Katie's Katie's katie has got enough. Could, she, Katie's got, got enough to now, combat her. She's, yeah. Katie's yeah. like a very, um, you know, she's a good foe for Victoria. Yeah, you know, definitely. It's good versus evil. No, uh, definitely. And they're just gonna keep Victoria on until at least like eight people or whatever. Um,
2: you think? I feel like they're gonna ditch her. I feel like it'll be next week after all this drama comes out. Um, I feel like it'll definitely be next week. He'll he'll look and be like, "All right, I'm done with you." At least, God, I hope so.
1: I honestly, I feel like Victoria because she's clearly just. Like Victoria knows she has no a zero percent chance of winning. She's just in this for Instagram followers. I hope she goes fucking
0: ballistic when he doesn't pick her.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> like raises so. an absolute
0: scene. All right. Any girls you're um any girls are that you're selling the stock and you don't you don't think they have the chance? Don't think that. Uh, I don't think
2: I definitely don't think that kit girl stands a chance. I
0: feel like we didn't see very much of her. Kit's kind of yeah. join she's joining the MJ Anna Victoria side. Like she's just being the yeah. the, the the like kind of mean don't girl. Not a list of names that you want to be on.
2: No. Yeah. There's one girl that I swear to god I didn't know she was even on the show. Uh maybe her name was like Jacenia or something, or Jessica. Yeah.
0: She's honestly not been shown that much because I actually I had to look her up because I was like, you know, she's never had like a one on one date, she's never really been yeah. featured like n- n- nothing um i don't know she's like she's pretty cute but i just i've never like i don't really know anything about her i think she I, I would agree with you she's like the one girl that i don't really know much about
2: yeah then there's the other serena girl who is just always complaining about not getting any time but like i have she's, never once seen her
0: make an effort <laughs> she's kind of in the mj whatever group as well she's just kind yeah she was she was just trying to join the bully group the jj very group, as i call it Yep. no absolutely
1: not i'm i was on the katie bandwagon like that's been like
0: three minutes of her talking yeah i will say jj did select her in the big three and i think yeah, dial on, you and i did kind of shit on him for it so i will take that back especially <laughs> considering two of my two of my picks yeah, are already yeah, out fucking wrong um, I'm, I'm,
2: <laughs> i think two of mine are still in. i got piper who actually was i think joined in a little bit of the uh of of the nasty team or the bully Honestly, team, it was, it was um, just all
0: all the original people besides Katie was just like being a yeah, dick. basically. And that
2: that there's that other girl. Um, I can't believe I you guys are critiquing. Go ahead.
1: I was gonna say I can't believe you guys are critiquing my bachelor picks. While neither of you are on team OG, I'm
2: I, on, well. I'm not on team OG. I'm on team Michelle. I legit. I'm team Michelle convinced. too.
0: Dude, you guys, that's disgusting. Michelle that's probably cool. is a listener of fast breaks and heartaches because she likes I don't basketball. Think, she likes love, and she, you know she she wants she wants to hear the hardest hidden love and basketball takes. So she comes through with fast breaks and heartaches.
2: How tall? I definitely don't think any of the He's, other new girls stand a chance. So that's
0: the other thing I wanted to talk about. Michelle, did you see when she like went on her like one on one date? She like kind of did like a oh hey, like she did like an embrace to Matt. She has a crazy mm-hmm. wingspan. I'm like she has like two feet on win- wingspan over me. I was yep. very jealous. Um yeah, no, she had like she she just she's I I look you know, what I got her uh, basketball stats up here. Uh, perfect
2: perfect for the top of a two three zone.
0: She's five nine, she was a guard, you know, pretty pretty tall guard for uh women's basketball and a lot of steals. You know, average two point something steals a game. Oh that's uh twelve points. Couldn't really shoot Where, a three. Not a good she three go? point percentage. Bradley. Um oh. yeah was that at indiana You're
1: kind of describing me
0: <laughs> minnesota <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um but i don't know you know she was a d1 athlete matt james was a d1 athlete yep. both of them didn't make it to the next level how's Bree doing Bree's doing great i would say she's i, I forgot about Bree. i think, I think she got I- one of the uh group date roses yeah, she's gotten two roses already. Like two
1: I, I think group that, uh, roses or whatever. I think she's definitely gonna be in the top four. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's actually a pretty serious contender. I think, I think he all- likes I think
0: Bree's awesome.
2: He likes that Rachel girl a lot too.
0: Yeah, Rachel's pretty cool. Um I but I feel like they haven't really spotlighted her that much though.
2: No, they haven't. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh let's see. Yeah, now, Catalina, Miss Puerto Rico. I thought you know, just because she's like Miss Puerto Rico, I thought that was cool. They didn't like, didn't really get much out of her. Maybe we'll we'll see next episode. Um, oh, and then uh, one thing I love that Matt James is saying about The Bachelor right now, just because it goes with our basketball uh, theme, trust the process. That's one of his oh, things he's been telling the girls. <laughs> uh, that's gonna be the episode. Uh, that's gonna be the title of this podcast. I think. Has, has he been saying that a lot? He's he said it at least twice now. But he said it because he was like trying to talk to the girls, he's like. Yeah. Trust the process. So he's basically uh Daryl Moore, uh, not Daryl. Yeah. Moore, is, uh, is fucking uh, h- hanky? <laughs> hanky, 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 Hanky. Uh, wait, so, what, what was his name? No. The GM of the 76 yeah. Yeah. Let me look it up. Sam, 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 hanky. Sam hanky. Sam, Sam hanky, There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Uh, so yeah, him and Joel Embiid. That's- Shout out out our same page.
1: Expertise. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we we don't want to speak his name because he he tried to tarnish the NBA and and tank for so many years.
1: He really did. Just openly come out and say, "I'm just gonna blatantly try to lose every fucking game for three years." And it, I mean, it didn't not work. Now they have it and uh, Ben Simmons. Um, ben Simmons yeah. yeah.
0: Probably rather have Jalen Brown though.
1: People forget they also had New Orleans Noel. <laughs> All
0: right, but I think uh, that kind of um, any uh, any guesses on next week? Um, I don't know. We saw the we I saw just, the I, preview of the next week. I think Katie's still going to look that, good.
2: I think he gets some of the bad apples out of there.
0: Okay, Th- what they're probably going to get rid of two next week. What about what are our picks for who they're getting rid of?
1: um i would have to see a picture of every single one of them with their names
2: jesus
0: i, I think they get, i think he gets rid of miss puerto rico catalina <laughs>
2: and mari i think he will get rid of that serena see the the other serena
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think i think that yeah, uh, victoria's got next week i really do
3: okay all
0: yeah. right that's enough for now all right well Thank you to everyone who uh, listened to our fourth episode of fast breaks and heartaches, uh, please tune in whenever we record the next episode. Um, <laughs> whenever that may be, uh, but thank you very much. And uh, keep an eye out for merch that will be dropping soon. Uh, please, uh, <laughs> please uh, rate uh, five stars or whatever you think we deserve.
1: Well, we also, we actually are making t-shirts. So if you uh... we definitely are, if you want a t-shirt, then reach out because
3: that's that's happening.
0: Yeah. Right. Peace out.
3: Peace.